Should we explain what we're doing? We can explain what we're doing. What are we doing? We're going to release some tapes that are going to basically go over the blogs that I'd written, which explain a little bit about my journey into a new challenge. Scroll back. Scroll back. To October. Yeah. 2019. (laughs) Pre-corona. Pre-corona. Everyone was free. Everyone was outside touching each other. Oh, that's wrong. Gone too, <laughs> gone too far already. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We'll reset the podcast. Sorry. Take two. Yeah, take two. Try me tape, number one. In October 2019, Abby Dawson wrote... I'm not one to shy away from a challenge. And in April 2020, she shied away from that challenge. Abby, what was that challenge? That challenge was uh, a triathlon. And why did you shy away from that challenge? Now, let's let's get something straight. I didn't shy away from a challenge. Okay. Um, The challenge is still there. It's just been moved on. So it was supposed to be earlier this month. Right. Um, and the training began in October, but we have found ourselves in a very unique time. Unique time, which this could go down in history. It could. Um, well, it will. That you're talking about the podcast or the fact that there was <laughs> a pandemic. That both. Both. This is going to go down I in history. I reckon this tape. You know, this like tape, Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to tape one. Jumanji. People <laughs> dig it up. <laughs> and you can hear all about the coronavirus. You said it. <laughs> this kind of lockdown meant that um, events were all cancelled or um, rescheduled. So my event was going to happen on the 5th of April. The event is rescheduled for next year, but the training is postponed. Training. <laughs> Abby has postponed the training. So let's go back to the start. Let's go back to October 2019. I had long hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you did have the choice to get it cut at the time, so times were different. (laughs) Take me back to October last year. You decided to do a triathlon. Why? Why did you try to? I'd started reading. um, and Dangerous. I know. (laughs) It's only a small book. (laughs) I had pictures in it. Pictures of necessity. I basically wanted to develop my mindset a little bit better so that I didn't feel like there was something holding me back. And what book led you to think that your mindset was holding you back? The Chimp Paradox. Okay, that book. Yeah. It's a good book. Yeah. I think there are lots of things in my life where I kept listening to my brain too much, which would get me in like strops or I feel like things were out of my control, um, which then kind of led to a spiral of why me or uh, things are tough and I, and I can't pursue what I want to pursue. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd set a goal and put in a lot of effort to get there. Yeah. Like I wasn't f- afraid of the of the hard work that was going to be put into it. But I think that I've never really said something out loud just in case that I, I couldn't get the goal. So to do a triathlon was you like putting something out into the world and be like, I'm going to do this thing that's pretty hard. Yeah. 
I think so. And I think it comes a lot with like you think about um, like the way my family are and stuff. Maybe we, I think we kind of play it quite safe. Yeah. So if I had said that, maybe just to them, they'd be like, "Why?" Yeah. What? what yeah. Okay. So it, it was just for me, and it was just for me to, to do well. And I, and I hadn't like said, "Oh, I want to win," or um, you oh, did. You did want to win. Everyone wants to win, but it's not like <laughs> it's not like I had a natural ability that I was like, oh, I could try, and it it was just like this is going to be really hard, and I've got to put my blood, sweat, and tears into it, and we'll just we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So how did you start then? I started. Well, again, I think that the first thing was actually telling people that I was going to do it, um, which made me do it because I think it makes it a little bit more accountable just to say it a little bit out loud. Yeah. Especially to, like, you. To me? Yeah. What, saying, I'm going to do something, then... Yeah, I'm because gonna... I make you feel so bad. <laughs> I make you feel so bad if you say that this you're going to do something. This is on tape. <laughs> Abby is admitting that she does this. Never say you're going to do something and then not do it. No. Uh, no? No. Never. Don't do it. Uh, what did you do? <laughs> did you do a triathlon? No. No. I was going to, I had it booked. Yeah. But unforeseen circumstances meant that um, the event had been postponed due to the coronavirus. Okay. So you've been blogging since October, but now we're doing a little try me tape audio journal and we're going to go back through everything that's happened since October last year. We think it's going to work better by going back and looking at the blog and maybe reliving some of the moments rather than talking you through each app and each blog post and being like... Yeah, oh, not rigid. We're just going to try and whiz through. Just a recap. Because a lot happened. A lot happened. I think I'd learnt a lot. And I think actually by going back through it, it's going to do its purpose of what I wanted it for. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be a little bit entertaining for you guys to listen to as well. Yeah, hopefully. Especially if you don't like reading like me. <laughs> I've written it and I don't want to edit it or look at it again. So if there's any spelling mistakes, please don't tell me. I will die. Yeah. The blog's in, it's like carved in stone now. Just leave it, okay? <laughs> it's there, it's posted. So let's go back then, back to the start. You decided you wanted this challenge. Yeah, so... I loved looking at uh, different athletes and different kind of accomplishments that they were getting that were incredible. And I just thought they all started from somewhere. Yeah, everyone starts somewhere. And there's just normal people. Like obviously, people have natural talents. And um, we were watching some like triathlon documentaries as well. Yeah. Of someone who was doing like an ultra, ultra triathlon. Ultra, 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 seven in seven days or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, what was it from? Like Morocco to Mexico. Monaco, I Monaco. think. Monaco, that was a long way. Mexico, <laughs> you can't run across the Atlantic <laughs> and you sure as hell can't swim it, but we'll give it a go. But he was a footballer, wasn't he? And He, he was a footballer, got injured and then decided I'll do something else that brutally punishes my body. Yeah. And he was running while he was asleep. Yeah. We'll find that film and we'll stick it in the show notes, isn't it? Which is kind of an extreme end of why I was doing it, but it kind of coincided of let's just get it done. I've said I'm going to do it. Well, let's go back to why why, we, why do you watch these documentaries? What do you get out of watching these like sports documentaries? Because they inspired you to do this. Did you watch them for inspiration or did inspiration come through watching them? 
I think a bit of both. Yeah. yeah, I think it both works. Like, like now in the present, this is all I want to watch. Like, is just you want to watch sport or you want to watch like inspirational stories, documentaries of sport? Yeah, inspirational. Yeah. So like a documentary of how people have like progressed. So this is, I think, this is kind of a very novice and small case of it of mm. being like then and now. Mm. Um, but that's that's kind of what I wanted out of it, more for my own. Like watching your own progression. Watching my own progression. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're going for a weight loss and people will take pictures of before and now. Yeah. Because in the moment you might not think, you might still go, oh, well, you know, I still feel exactly the same. But then if you put those two pictures up next yeah. to each other, you're like, oh, wow, I've come quite a long way, actually. You never notice your own hair growing, do yeah. you? Until yeah. you, all of a sudden you go, my hair's now long. Yeah. So it's a little bit like that. Okay. So you decided, I'm going to do a triathlon. I'm going to do a triathlon. I'm going to go for the goal. I want to tackle the demons that maybe would have held me back previously of just having unbelievably high standards or expectations of myself. So where you stop yourself doing things because you have high standards that you just, you'd rather not do it than not meet your own standards. Yeah. I think a lot of people will have that. I think you have so many ideas in your head and then you just think, well... I'm not going to be able to do that, so yeah. Or I'm not going to do it right or the way I want it, um, which is why I think I never gave myself a time to aim for, or I never looked at anybody else's times. Or yeah, it was all kind of just go as hard as you can, do your training, tick the boxes, yeah, see where you are. So just you, you're racing you all the time, mm-hmm. beating you all the time. Yeah. So let's look at this blog. Your first topic headline is progression. You say up until October 2019, you never really thought about progression. Is that because you saw things as just like start and finish? Like everything's just a completion thing. So you you never think about personal development or... No, especially I think when it came to mindset, like I think I'm a completely different person now. Yeah, definitely. Um, But as well, I saw a really different side of myself that almost wound myself up and had like almost like out of body experiences of being like that's not how you want to react to that situation or that's not how you want to behave yeah um and i've always thought of myself as like calm cool and yeah collected um and with a great sense of humor hello i had to put a little bit of a positive vibe <laughs> on my own blog a little spin on my very very <laughs> mental health related blog episode one <laughs> but actually like that is exactly what i wanted to change and like i say I'm, I'm a different person now yeah i listen to so many podcasts and try and read a lot of things about changing your mind and yeah and making situation a positive one and not do it for anybody else or live by anybody else's rules yeah i'll attest to that even myself my own kind of ups and downs over time there's a point where blaming yourself or blaming everything around you doesn't change anything at all. And you have to kind of get yourself mentally prepared to do it on your own. Yeah, and I think it's also come, like reading this, it's come at a time where I have worked really hard to get where I wanted to be not knowing the whole time where I wanted to be and then having a little bit of freedom to play with whatever. 
like yeah. a choice of just doing whatever you want and then you put that time in you haven't got any guilt to be anywhere else or to do anything else there's no essays there's no no there's no shift work and it's kind yeah. of just that's your career now like you're happy you're settled there like what's your challenge what's gonna make you better okay so you've really like opened out had a wider view on like right i've you changed your career twice retrained as a massage therapist and then added another skill on top of that and trained as a personal trainer got the job and then this was like right everything at the moment is settled it's up to me to push myself and that's that's your all of a sudden you had an awareness a better awareness of what progression was yeah for sure you also wrote about the idea from Dr. Steve Peters. Is that the chimp paradox guy? Yeah. So I think this comes a lot with um, what you understand as meditation, hmm. of being able to actually listen to your thoughts and not shut them out, even if they're bad. Yeah. You have to have an opportunity to like listen to all perspective of how you're going to react to a situation or... 360 you of your emotions, right. And then come up with a plan of where to go with it. Yeah. Which I think there's like the smallest things that you can change, which is like how you react if someone pulled out in front of you in a car. Mm. This is the biggest one that I always turn back to because I was, I've been that person who has just sat in the car and just screamed in my car mm. at the person in front who, one, can't hear you. Yeah. Two, if they can <laughs> see you doing what you're doing, like if you're putting your fingers up and stuff, yeah. one, you look so pathetic yeah. and it doesn't change what they're doing. And if anything, like they're just, they're laughing that they've wound you up so much. Yeah. And then... So that's your screaming metaphor for life. Yeah. Like if you scream at something that is almost out of your control and you let yourself get riled up to the point that you embarrass yourself. You're only affecting you. You're literally only affecting you. You'll never know if that person goes home and is like, oh, someone swore at me. You, you'll you just never know. It's, in, it's completely out of your control and yet it can put you in a rage. Yeah. So do you think now that you have better control of these things? I mean, you wrote this last year. Yeah, I'm way more chilled than I was last year. So this is good. Yeah. We are actually ticking, ticking box. off boxes of things you wanted to accomplish from triathlon. Yeah. Without even doing one. Uh, what are the other themes? Uh, use it. Well, that's kind of reiterating of control, basically saying like, if you keep practicing how you're going to change something, hmm. it will become habitual. Yeah. So if you keep, if I keep going back to being like, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Like, in the end, you're going to believe it doesn't matter. Right. But do you feel that you might have approached it uh, like a fake it till you make it? Like, you didn't really believe it, but you just faked it until you made it? No, or I think go back to, like, where I said, listen to your thoughts. Mm. Like I said before, like, I've always thought, I've always thought that I was the, well, that cooler person. So if I have an instant reaction that's, like, a bit, Anger. More, a bit more, yeah, angry, which, I like, I... I think I was in like a lot of situations because it was just, it's kind of, again, it's like a habitual thing and it's an easier one to go to, to be like, blame it on something. and Yeah. You're saying like you, you need to keep rehearsing this like change of attitude or change of mindset, or change of response. You need to just... Basically practice the way you want to be. Yeah. Be the person you want to be. Yeah. Work out who you want to be. Yeah. 
which interesting you said you didn't know where you wanted to go you didn't know what you wanted to do but you gave yourself a challenge in the hope that you would deal with these things that you want to kind of get straight yeah contemplation you're not a fan of meditation it's not something you want to partake in I like the ideas of it and thoughts of it but I think that like we do yoga don't we yeah and at the end of yoga they give you like a two minutes of of like chill time mm. and even then I get fidgety and I, I can sit down for a long period of time and like just chill out and not do much but if you gave me the task of sitting down and doing nothing mm. I don't like it and maybe that comes with not liking my own thoughts or something which would benefit if I did do meditation basically I think lots of people who do it would say I would benefit from it yeah but I think you would but I don't think anyone should go into meditation unless they've got the right reasons to do it yeah. Because otherwise you will sit there, and I've done this, you'll sit and you'll be impatient yeah. and you'll just be like, well, I just need to get this over. And then you do 20 to 25 minutes of meditation because you told yourself you'd do it. And then you, all you're doing then is sitting and you spend the whole time sitting, waiting to go and do the next thing. And that completely defeats the object. Yeah. In my situation now, I think that I'm quite comfortable. There's not really much that I would say like, oh, you really need to like change this about you mm. or you really need to like calm yourself down or pull your finger out or something. Like I like the fact that I'm very chilled and I like the fact that I am kind of content. Yeah. So your introspection or contemplation led you to, I need a new goal. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, triathlon. Triathlon. I guess triathlon being an endurance sport leads us on to your next topic, which is mind over matter. Have you always struggled with like stopping? Well, you've said that you stop before you start. Stop before I start. That's probably m more mental. And then... Again, this might be more mental as well, but like if I was going to go out for a run, mm. uh, you know, ev I think everyone gets this, but like their first like 20 minutes where they're just like in pain and they're like, oh, everything, everything hurts. hurts. I just want to stop. Yeah. I would probably stop or just concentrate so much on that moment and then think that I'm, I'm fit and then have the negative playlist in my head going right. round and round and being like, like, why bother? You do this, why yeah. are you trying? Like, or even, like, getting out the door sometimes. It's like, yeah. like you've got to put on your shoes, you've got to do, so this a, commitment, do a warm-up. This commitment was literally giving me, again, that opportunity to habitually fight your own mind Yeah. every time you went out and trained. Yep. you got some good examples in here. Fiona Oaks, that was a good documentary. The woman is basically batshit crazy she eats one meal a day yeah she, and she works under her little animal farm for yeah. rescue animals it? No, it all was, animals it was all animals all animals yeah, yeah. so she works all down a farm and then she'll go and do her like running training which is just miles and miles <laughs> and then she adds the fact that she doesn't have any kneecaps she's got no kneecaps and she says repeatedly in the documentary she dislikes running Oh, yeah, she doesn't like running, yeah. She doesn't like running. And she's got world records for running marathons yeah. everywhere. North Pole, On crazy deserts. places, deserts. 
and she'll do it because she wants to win the prize money to, to pay for the to pay for the animal sanctuary, doesn't she? She's just it's the most selfless but insanely selfless. She must be able to raise money another way, but turns out she's good at running, so she just does that. And that she's a real demonstration of mind over matter. She doesn't think about it. She just puts her shoes on and goes. Yeah, done, Luke. Luke yeah, we talked about Luke. Luke Tiberski was the ultra marathon. He was ex footballer. Morocco to Monaco. Yeah, yeah, not Morocco to Mexico. Funny that. But his goal was to do that, and he literally was so. But he was so injured, he like crawled across the finish line, didn't he? Mm. It was yeah, crumbled. he was he was broken. So, I guess other people would watch that documentary and think. Well, that's why I don't do these things, because look how hurt that man is. But you didn't. You went, yeah, I want to have that mindset. I didn't choose ultra, did I? No, not yet. There's still time. Uh, and then Alex Hanold is the free solo climber. Yeah, that's a great doc as well. I think the thing that stood out for me was the fact that he was out to do El Capitan. He's obviously got this production company with him mm. who are filming him 24-7 and waiting for him to climb this wall. Yeah. And he's got to try and make the decision of the best time to go, like the actual time that's not going to be damp or yeah. is going to kill him or he's like not feeling very strong. So he's yeah. got to think about that. And he's got to think about they're going to get have to get at me on camera. Yeah. So the pressure of... Uh, it's like an obligation, massive obligation. Yeah, so that's the thing of being like, I say I'm going to do something, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. I say I'm going to do something, it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. And, and it needs to look good. <laughs> and everyone needs to be ready for when I go and do it. You can't... Um, I can't imagine that pressure of like... You know when kids are on holiday with their parents, they go, mummy, look at me, mummy, yeah. look at me, mummy, look at me. And sometimes when they look, they just don't know what to do. That would be me, like, hey, everyone, I'm going to climb this wall. <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't be able to do it because everyone's looking at you. Yeah. How, like, it's so distracting as well. But it, that's, is that mind over matter or do people have a different genetic makeup that allow them to not consider the rest of the world around them? Well, he did stop. Not in a rude way. But. He did stop, didn't he, a couple of times and actually went home it, with that with the, the cameramen and stuff the, who were ready to film him. Yeah. And then your last thing you said in your blog, just yesterday, I trained with my pal. Ah. <laughs> Again, we, we won't delete these blogs. They're here for eternity. They're in stone. That's cute. With your pal. A painful endurance of ski erg, wall balls and burpees and box jumps. I think that was Thomas. Was that Thomas? I think so. Oh. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. You won't listen to this. No. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, it says here, my mind went straight to the end. I'm not doing that last bit. No way. Um, so it's kind of like what I would call it, it's like a chipper now, but basically you have a certain amount of reps of each exercise mm -hmm. and then you've got to go back and get it done. So basically you started off with, I think it was 30 calories on the ski egg yeah. and then you had to do 30 wall balls and then 30 box jumps and then go back and do 30 calories on the ski egg. Okay. So that seemed like quite a lot to me, it's like 30 so calories. Buy out, buy in, isn't it, So it'd probably take you around about five minutes. Yeah which is quite horrible if you've ever been on one of the ski ergs. It's just kind of like a, a, a vertical rowing machine. Yeah. Um, They're not fun. And just in my head already, I was just thinking, yeah, I'm going to bypass that yeah. last bit. And well, by, uh, bypass the buyout. Yeah. Just, you just weren't going to yeah, do it? Just weren't going to do it. I was like, right. nah. Already given myself an out and, yeah. and 
and almost letting myself accept that. Yeah. Yeah. But you did it. I did it. And that sort of mindset is what I wanted to be a little bit more... Um, Immediate to find. Exactly. Yeah. It's in there or you wanted it. Yeah, and I don't want to keep. I don't want to keep coming up to those situations of being like, "You don't need to do that. You don't need to finish it. This is good enough." Well, no. Like, you've given yourself the challenge. Do it. Okay, so you're really capitalising on your competitive streak in you. There, some people would say, "Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. Just try." All you're saying is, no, step up, get it all done. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get it done, but never say, I won't do anything. Yeah, that's a big thing as well, is that it doesn't matter how long it's going to take, you just get it done. Because this is something, living with Abby, this is one of the things that comes up, is she doesn't really want to know how well or badly other people have done because you're not doing it for anyone else. That measurement, that yardstick, actually almost winds you up because you'd hate to have a yardstick that makes you feel... I think it's because I'm so competitive. Right. And then if I can't do as well as I think I can, I'm then disappointed. (laughs) Before you even try, you think it's unobtainable by you. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine if, like, if I'm measuring myself up against, like, an elite athlete, I'm like, oh, well, they're elite. I think we're pulling out more weaknesses of me now than of when I was... (laughs) Well, when I was me in October. Try me tape one. We're going to expose all of Abby's weaknesses. This is why she started it. And this is why it isn't over. Because <laughs> <laughs> she has not solved all the problems. It's a journey. You've, I love your little thing at the bottom. Anxiety alert. Already thinking this is a big mistake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This is my thought. I make myself look like a muppet. My injury injury will re- reappear. God, I can't speak. My injury, injury will, will reappear. reappear. <laughs> Try again. I will. <laughs> I will come to the realization that I've got no natural ability for any of the three disciplines, and I'm going to have to go backwards to be able to move forwards. So basically, start from the absolute beginning of the skill of running or the skill of getting on a bike or or swimming, which I thought I was good at. You thought you were good at? Why are you saying that now? Just in that moment of of thinking about the sport, yeah. I thought that that one, that one part of the sport, I'd be okay. Yeah, poor Abby. I'm not going to say that I wasn't, I'm just... <laughs> That's what I'm fishing for, seeing where you're at. So try me take one. Mindset, Abby start, thin. <laughs> what? What are we talking about? <laughs> Ending the tape. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Try Me Tapes. Don't forget to subscribe to hear the rest of the tapes. If you'd like to give us a review, please head to podchaser.com or to share your athletic adventure, join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash try me sport. Maybe I need a really cheesy introduction. Yeah. <laughs>